Hi everyone, it's Ruben here. Uh, a quick note before we begin is that this episode is audio taken directly from our Deep Impact livestream, which means its audio quality is not as good as normal episodes, um, but it's still pretty good. It still should be okay. Uh, this is the final episode, um, and actually if you want to check out the Deep Impact livestream that we did, the segments for those are all going up on YouTube as we speak, so head on over to the Doof Media YouTube channel and you can check it out. Um, enjoy the final episode, see you soon, I love you, goodbye. Hello and welcome back to Deep Impact for one final time. We are here to talk more about Pact as a whole. Dive into everything. We're going to be talking about our thoughts about the entire show. We're going to be talking about miscellaneous questions that we get from chat. Yep. And we're just going to talk about Pact for, you know, 40 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah, a bit less than we anticipated. Uh, <laughs> we're running a little audience... bit behind schedule already because of too many donations. Yeah, our audience is more generous than we anticipated. Um, yes. So, yeah, those of you who are in watching live now, uh, start hitting us up with questions, I guess. Um, yep. The chat is more busy than I expected, so we'll do our best to keep up. But yep. uh yeah, let us know. You know, what do you what do you want us to talk about? We basically got a half an hour of just looking back on the show and the story. I think let's dive into the first thing, which is at the end of Pact, you click that link that says next that that, that link that normally takes you to the next chapter. Yep. Sorry, the the Forsworn drink I drank is starting to hit me. Um, <laughs> you click that link that takes you to the next chapter, and it takes you to, from the epilogue, it takes you to this Word of God uh, kind of retrospective that Wabo wrote on Yeah, Pact. an afterword. An afterword. Yeah. Uh, called Pact Sealed, which is a great name. Love it. Love some <laughs> good puns. Um, I, I think we should talk about, you know, the vibe that we get from Wabo during that. Yeah, I mean, reading that now... Yeah, it's made interesting, me a lot more it? interested to talk to him in in a few hours. Yes, so we're what, talking to what we're doing an interview with Wabo in yes. what like twelve hours something. I don't know, a bit over that. that yeah. yeah, um, just sort of because, and I mean, you know, there there were a lot of comments. I think Wabo often had the top comment under a bunch of chapters yeah. as we we're reading through. Yeah, especially and, towards and, the second half. Yeah, and um, and, and there was a lot of other stuff going on in in, in real life that seemed to be impacting. Uh, I guess his ability to write as much as he would yeah. have liked. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the afterword like was kind of negative. I yeah. Guess. No, it, it is. is... It, it, the response, the the reaction that Wabo seems to have of the story is that he feels like he let people down by too many things yeah. happening in his real life that distracted. Oh, and just yeah. kind of the story as being something that is kind of bleak for a lot of it, really kind yeah. of feeling kind of neg- overwhelming in that perspective. I do, like, I think that's the thing. I think, like, some people have said, oh, Pact is the most uplifting Wabo work in a way. And again, neither of us has finished Twig. Yeah, true. Um, but, like, you can see there's that dissonance, I think, between people who finish Pact and people who don't because the ending to Pact is so rewarding because yeah. the story grinds you down yes, and yes. then finishes in a, like, it was all worth it way. Yeah. And you can see why people who make it three quarters of the way through and drop out, why they would just be left with this sense of, this is a story that just constantly like beats you down. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. If people drop out, they don't get that yeah. relief at the end like, of the story. There's a huge catharsis for the, for the last, you know, five chapters of yeah. the book and you would be missing that if you drop out early. So I get why people who dropped out halfway just see it as a story that's quite negative. Yeah. Um, I think there were always signs. Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was because I've read Worm and I was mostly up to date in Ward for all of it, but I was like, I don't think Wabo's the sort of author who's going to end this story on, 
yep, it's all shit. Yeah, and then you're all <laughs> fucked. Forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of, I, I was, I was definitely working through it with this hope that things were going to get better. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad it did. And uh, but I can see why that dissonance exists. But definitely, I think the afterword is probably something we'll start to touch on a lot in that interview with Walbo, just because it'd be interesting to see what, yeah, what how his changes thoughts might have, have changed. happened in five yeah, years totally. or. Uh, what hasn't, and, and just sort of talk about a lot of a lot of that stuff because it was it was definitely interesting to read the afterword after reading the epilogue, yeah. And, and what I thought was a great ending, and Wabo just sort of going, "Well, this has been a learning experience." Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that's another thing that's in there is he reflects on it as a learning experience of learning the kinds of things that he likes writing about, doesn't like mm. writing about, is good at writing about, is bad at writing about, that kind of stuff. And it's interesting how little that came through in our podcast diving through of it. Yeah. Like, we never thought... There was never a comment, I don't think, that I can remember. I mean, there are a few where you were like, oh, maybe it could have gone this way instead of that way, but yeah. we never really thought, oh, this feels like Wabo is exploring something new and it didn't <laughs> quite work out, for example. Yeah, I, I think there was maybe the one bit... And like, like, in the afterword, it was briefly mentioned, oh, one segment of the story dragged on longer than I intended. Yeah. And I think that was probably... Presumably the Toronto, the Toronto arc, yeah. And, like, I do think maybe looking at Pact structurally, there's maybe wider sweeping changes I would make to a published version than, mm. like, Worm or something. And that's what Wild Boy says in the, yeah. in the thing um, as well. But those are, like, you know, I guess it's a symptom of serial writing, yeah. I would say, more than a real critique. Like, they yeah. definitely didn't bother as much as we were going through the story. So Yeah, and looking at it at a holistic level, like, thinking about the story beats that we hit in Toronto, I'm thinking, like... You know, it starts out with the conquest contest and, and that kind of goes, that actually like twists about two or three times in yeah. what it is. And I can see how that potentially would feel like it was dragging on, but, but it felt like that was the plan from the get go. Maybe that's not what the plan was. I, I can maybe just see how it took up a larger chunk of the story. Like arc eight did a lot of heavy lifting of reintroducing us to Jacob's Bell because we've yeah. been gone for so long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was part of the reason I suspected maybe Toronto went longer than was expected. Yeah. Um, but I can also see why why it did. I think the amount of stuff that started to be addressed in Toronto was maybe more than well, but it was like one of those things where you, you just start writing and as you find more stuff to play with yeah i mean there's so to do. that's the thing about toronto is really i mean when we compare it to jacob's bell we've got characters like laird we've got characters like alistair we've got the duchamps we've got mm. all these really interesting characters but in toronto they felt more like exotic almost like this yeah. vibe of oh we've got diana she's the astrologer we've got the sisters with the torch well, toronto was uh, i think in part our sneak peek at how much bigger this world is. yes yes exactly um, like jacob's bell is a small town and that was emphasized to us by how much bigger and varied everyone but in toronto was but yeah. that also made them too interesting the <laughs> practitioners in jacob's bell felt more like traditional practitioners you know yeah. like they're enchantresses they're chronomancers they're people who are working with the fundamental systems whereas in toronto you've got like jeremy who's like a god of being drunk yeah and like all these weird characters that really specialize in a really out there thing and it felt so interesting to see more of these really weird styles Mm. of or like the shepherd who is such a weird character that (laughs) never really gets dived into that much you get enough to be like interested but not not enough to really understand yeah yeah exactly 
Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I think Toronto is one of my favorite parts of the story, which is insane to say because <laughs> all of the parts are my favorite. I really love Arc 13 where Blake is coming around killing all the Duchamp husbands. Uh, yeah, I think Arc 15 will have to be my winner. Just the set pieces of the library. Oh, the and, library. And the course, possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Getting oh, the, yeah. The two for one in that And Barbatorum getting possessed at, <laughs> yeah. going into Johannes is so awesome. And Blake yeah, kind of just, cutting just out his eyes. in terms eyes. of a bang for your buck, I think you can't go past Arc 15. Uh, can we talk about... This is maybe a bit of a stupid comment, but also I've had the Forsworn drink, so yeah, that's sure, fine. Sure. Um, Pact as a story just has so many, like, uh, like the word that springs to my mind is epic, but the way it was used like five <laughs> years ago, you know, like epic, like boss, elite moments, you know? Yeah. No, totally. There were, I mean, this was a story that had woven into the world a way to make story tropes real. And yeah, it yeah. That. <laughs> God, it's so good, isn't it? Um, should we dive into a few questions? Yes. yes. Um, so the first question we got here, and I'm going back through chat a bit, so I'm sorry if it seems like we missed your question. We'll try and get to it. If we missed it, just post it again. That's fine. Um, the first question we got is from Isha Moradin, who asks, and this is a fun one, what's your goblin name? Hmm. If you were a goblin, what would your name be? It's definitely like This was talking- revealing some home truths. I think. Yeah, because we... We're doing that poke segment later now that we hit that goal. And, uh, I, like that, that revealed some interesting stuff about how goblin naming, I think, that we'll dive into. Yeah. yeah um, true, true. But to, to get, so it's not really something you get to decide for yourself. Oh, so maybe we should name yeah, each maybe other. we should name it. Oh, mm. oh, this is weird. I feel like yeah, this, this is going to get this, a bit this could, go, <laughs> this could go very bad. I, I regret saying this. Mm. I don't know. I honestly don't know what negative trait I would pick. To, to exemplify well, as too many. Yeah, too many. That's way too many. No, I mean, I mean we should touch problem. on this, right? Like, yeah. we've been friends for five, five years? Yeah, yeah. five years, yeah. Um, and it's good. I'm, I'm really glad that I got you as a, as a podcast. Yeah, yeah I know. It's like, yeah, I'm glad you talked me one. into starting Media and Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, was that my fault? Yes, absolutely. Slash idea. I don't know. I feel like all of the things I'm coming up with are like fairly generic, like cum guzzler yeah, or something, it's, which it's isn't hard. like a specific trait. So maybe yours. we should just go back to, well, not that you know of. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe we should go back to just coming up with ones for ourselves. I just, I'm just trying to think of the most disgusting thing. Unfortunately, I read Poke in like the last two yeah, days, yeah, so yeah. all the most disgusting images I can think of just relate to whales and oh what you can god, do to whales. yeah, uh, we'll get there. Yeah, um, hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything gross that hasn't been touched on in a goblin. Name. I'm going to say Beast Sucker. How about that? That's, that's not bad. Beast Sucker. Oh, I like beast. It doesn't feel vulgar enough for I, Beast. Beast isn't Beast bad Liquor. Oh, that's pretty good. Beast Liquor. How about that? And that, of course, is based on what I know of it. <laughs> um, <sighs> no, that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, on the record, legitimately, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was a yeah. joke. Flem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Taking a shot at my audio Flem, quality. I Flem like Shlo- Shoveler. I, I, I didn't think of that. I was trying to remember. What's the name? Uh, no, you know what? Never mind. Um, I don't want to <laughs> ask that question. Um, yeah. We might come back to that if I can remember the name okay. of stuff. Maybe we'll talk more about goblin uh, goblin names in a bit. Um, the next question we got was from... Uh, it was from... Oh, oh Buddha. Uh, I found it. 
Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Sme- yeah, so something like Smegma Liquor or something would be a good one. I'm yeah. really glad we went ahead and found that uh, how to flag things is not safe for work on Twitch. Yeah. No, I'm glad we flagged <laughs> our Twitch streamers NSFW. Um, we got a donation from Drunk Peter. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Peter. Uh, $50 donation saying, do a fan art of the MVP of PAC to the defenestration boogeyman. We'll get Ooh. to our fan art pile soon, I think, maybe after this segment. Um we, yeah, we've we'll got four fan arts to do. Yeah, um, look, our schedule's getting pretty pa- uh, packed. That's spelled P A C T. Yeah, uh, I think we'll I'm sure they got it. Yeah, um, cool. just spelling it out. Yeah, uh, what, yeah. I, I don't think we quite anticipated Aquabuda. Aquabuda. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that we uh, anticipated Having how much quite an how, active chat. Yeah, yeah, or and how much we'd have to do these things. We did. We forgot to fit them into the timeline. That's our bad. Yeah. Um, Whoops. We'll try and we'll try. We're going to try and fit them in when we can. Yeah, yeah. we can. We'll figure it out. Um, next question from Buddha as well. Wait, sorry, was that from Aqua Buddha? No, that was from Drunk Peter, oh, that yeah, fan okay. art request. Sorry, I got my names mixed up. Uh, Aqua Buddha says, <laughs> Aqua Buddha loves you is the correct name here, sorry. Asks, who is your favorite character that is not Green Eyes, Blake, or Evan? Hmm. I mean, I'm going to say Peter, but I feel like he's high tier enough that he should be ruled out as well. Yeah. And without Peter, I think it's Jeremy. I absolutely love yeah, the idea Jeremy's of Jeremy. The idea of a guy who put so much into making this bid for power and fucked it up. <laughs> and because he fucked it up, he impacted Sandra, right? Who obviously yeah. kind of was in on his bid as well. Mm. And it just led to this weird situation of this kind of broken man as we met him at the start. Yeah. But then afterwards, he, he, he goes on this journey of trying to redeem himself by saying, no, you know what? I'm, I'm down and out, but I'm going to take a stand against the Duchamps who have a fucked up yeah. system. I'm going to take a stand against against Barbatorum and I'm going to try and work towards this goal of this inspiring young upstart Blake <laughs> trying to back like this cool shit yeah yeah exactly it's so him, it's such him a good art making that stand alongside Blake really helped push things along yeah exactly um, like donating the, the, the main ads to help kill some Duchamp husbands <laughs> like when you think about it from his perspective <laughs> like can you imagine sending some hitmen after your yeah. ex-wife slash separated wife's like <laughs> Yeah, Part, no, like sister. Like, hey, well, they were still technically together at the end of the story. I'm pretty sure. I've yeah. still got my fingers crossed because, um, yeah, I think my answer to that question would be Sandra. Yeah, just because what I loved about Sandra, particularly as a character, is how much I still loved her, even though I think I shouldn't. Yeah. Like she was so yeah, true emblematic of everything. She's that was exactly wrong. what's wrong with the system, but <laughs> she's yeah, such a good-hearted person. Yeah, yeah I can't... still found myself like yeah. it, and I think that dissonance between me really not wanting and like Miss Lewis had the same kind of yeah. vibe. But I think, but you find out more like yeah. by the end of the story, I'm against Miss Lewis. Where I'm well, never yeah. really against Sandra, yeah. even in Arc Thirteen. Sandra was something who, throughout the entire story, I kept trying to make myself hate, and I couldn't. And I love that sort of character. Yeah. So, like, I think my answer to that would be Sandra. Yeah, fair enough. Um, we got a question by Thoki who says, "Didn't I read somewhere that Wabo would be answering questions on here or something? How is that going to work?" <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, we have Wabo coming on for an interview. Uh, if you want to go to bit.ly forward slash APU details, that stands for all packed up details, APU details, you can see the full schedule in your local time zone. Um, Wildbo's segment on there is called Word of God Feet Wildbo. Mm. We'll be asking him questions, talking about all this cool stuff with him, diving into his process, how he feels about packed five years later, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think the link to the schedule is in, like below the stream as well if you're on the Twitch website in the like all packed up description. So yeah. you can find it there. It should tell you when it's happening in your time zone. Yes. Uh, reading through Twitch. Sorry, we're a bit behind on chat, so I'm just trying to catch up. Here's a question from Smemon. Uh, interesting. Quick question. Elliot, would you have made it through the entirety of Pact if it wasn't for us doing this podcast? 
Yeah, I think I would have. I think I would have made it through a lot quicker and missed a lot more. Uh, but I, I, I think this is the sort of story. I, like we brought. I think we talked about this when we first started. I'm a bit of a sucker for modern supernatural stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, we used to really get into Supernatural, the TV show, yeah. which is like packed but worse. <laughs> yeah, I think we can say it's like packed but worse. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think, like, I think part of the reason we we went for this podcast is because Bruben knew that I'd probably like this, and based on the brief description, I knew I'd probably get into it. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. very glad we did it this way because I got so much more out of it doing yeah. it this way. But I, I would have definitely finished it. Um, very quickly uh if if we hadn't yeah this is something that i know scott and matt have talked about as well which is this vibe of like i mean scott uh sorry not scott matt specifically talking about how different it is doing reading through worm as a person who is like just binging it and you finish it in what four weeks or something as compared to doing it chapter by chapter during the kind of following the publication schedule i mean not really but Mm. for, for we've got warm worm but more or less it's so different the idea of actually now i can pay attention to the themes (laughs) of the story yeah i do there is part of me that wished we had done like maybe bigger i don't know i definitely felt a lot in all in deep impact i was sometimes losing the forest for the trees as we were going yeah 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 totally um like uh, you know the and i think that's what's been fun about like we've got ward is is the way they're following it but they've got the whole community with them and I think that helps. And also Scott and Matt are just really brilliant. Well, the thing um, I like about We've Got Ward is I read the chapter first on my own in my normal, yeah. like, binge through it style. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then I listen to We've Got Ward or I read the, the, the Discord and chat. So much more and it's like, it. oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that is actually, like, hinting at this thing that I completely, <laughs> like, ignored. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I, I'm curious now what I'm trying to think of what's the biggest thing that I felt like I missed going through it i need to think about that a bit more. i mean i, I do remember that we had a discussion question about what mags and molly would be like if if molly was mags's familiar yes because you forgot that that didn't happen um <laughs> i didn't forget i knew oh, it i just sorry. wanted i thought it'd be an interesting question to stimulate no i do but I, I, didn't you say like when you first hit it you're like oh i don't remember that oh wait yes of course like yeah. there was a moment where you're like, oh yeah oh, yeah you're this. right i had this moment of like wait Molly's becoming Max's familiar, <laughs> and then I read ahead a few chapters, and I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, no, that never ended up happening." I remember going through so much of that when I listened to "We've Got Worm" after binging yeah. Worm the first time, like just hearing bits of me. Like, I totally well, forgot. See, the thing that that gets me in Worm is how many people, myself included, are a hundred percent ride or die Taylor until the very <laughs> end. Even when, and I'm ashamed of myself for not noticing this or like caring about it the first time even when she shoots a baby <laughs> I, and i'm like yeah taylor you made the right yeah, no, decision oh, yeah yeah oh uh, no i i completely agree like i i i was just riding taylor's wild ride for most of worm and then reading uh, so then listening to we've got worm you just say oh boy um now Dev has said that you have to drink the force one drink but oh, okay. it's only water so i'm going to enforce a little bit of a house yeah. rule that i'm going to add something else to yeah, it yeah well why don't you why don't you add something for me then yeah so uh, for those of you listening along at home in the podcast just yeah. uh, skip ahead 30 seconds <laughs> while i fill this up with alcohol oh uh, let me continue to try and catch up on the chat so yes. lean right over here and fail to operate a mac this is... So uh, I've, Arc 13 is great. I've got for you here what I think is one of my favourite cocktails. Um, it's a classic cocktail, one that I usually get when I go to a bar. It's called a G&W, a gin and water. <laughs> oh, so uh, please enjoy that. Yeah. Thank you, uh, uh, D-Dev, for that one. 
Um, so continuing through chat, well, I oh. wanted to touch on is that. Does that not sit? No, it's good actually. Oh right. yeah, okay. It's just gin, but water. Down, yeah, exactly. I guess. Um, did you finish it off or just have some? No, I had about. Yeah, cool. We'll, we'll add more junk to it later when people yep. donate ten dollars. Um, so uh, this isn't a question, but I think it's something that's really interesting for us to mm. talk about, which was a, a comment in the uh, Twitch by a user called Judy, um, who says that, and this is something that we were kind of curious about. There's somebody who has only read Pact. They haven't read Worm or Ward, and so they oh, found Pact. They found us through Pact, and not through any of the other Diff Media shows, which I think is always something that we were curious about if they yeah, actually exist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, I think it's really interesting, and I think it's interesting to think about. How does Pact work in isolation of Worm Award? Yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it would. I mean, it's obviously a standalone story, yeah, so it's yeah. completely by itself. But I, the thing that's interesting to me about Pact is it does feel like, I mean, Worm at its core, and this is going to be a bit of Worm spoilers, so if you haven't read Worm, I'm impressed. And Judy, actually, no, I want to avoid Worm spoilers. So I'll yeah. talk thematically then. Themes of Worm include things like things getting worse and mm-hmm. somebody trying to do good, but even if they're trying to do good, situations conspire that mean they can never really do good without things just getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, yeah. And that is reflected in Pact, but in Pact, we get this beautiful ending of Blake's sacrifices and all the effort he's put in mm-hmm. is achieving a goal. And so to me, it does feel like Pact is in some ways a response to Worm of, yeah. you know, actually things can work out. I think Wabo explicitly mentioned... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, a clarification here from Drunk Peter that says, Taylor... Oh, and this is also worm spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, Judy. This is also a bit of worm spoilers. Drunk Peter says it was a toddler, not a baby. Um, yeah. We'll get to some of these other ones in a little bit. Um, yeah, that's fair. Sorry, Judy. Yeah, um... I know I've just realized that we spoiled some stuff in worm for you. Um, yeah, I think I think it's interesting because something Wildbo explicitly said, to- talking of, of what you were just going on, um, Wildbo's mentioned that a lot of his protagonists are often responses to the previous protagonists. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. why Ward works. It feels so on point for Pat. Yeah. And, why, and I think that's why Ward works so well as the fourth one, because I think Victoria, I haven't read Tweak, but I assume Victoria works as a response to Sai and to Taylor. She definitely yes. works as a response to Taylor. Yes. But I also love Blake as a response to well, Taylor. having read, I've read the, like the first half of Tweak or so. Sai yeah. is a character who's very analytical and defined by he's very good at calculating how he should like respond to people see, and, like, and I working can f- with people. see how someone like that fit like if it's a sine wave yes someone like you know and blake and victoria are the peaks you can, yes. I can see size and and, a, and victoria is someone who really wants to connect with people but from an emotional perspective not from a manipulative perspective yeah which i think is such an interesting counterpoint to sign. yeah 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 um but yeah you're right like yeah i i, I actually do think pact is an interesting counterpoint to worms not necessarily mm. pessimism but kind of <laughs> like yeah. darkness and like darkness but in a way that yeah i, don't yeah, know. I mean pact has plenty of its own darkness that's that's part of what of course of course it does <laughs> yeah um here's a question from hero of old iron the question is what the fuck is with poke and the answer to that is stay tuned <laughs> yeah we're gonna be doing a whole segment on it but um i have a lot of very very strong opinions on poke most of them good but it's oh um, man we're so behind on ride. chat yeah, We're so okay. behind on chat. We've just got a question from Kipos that says, why is Elliot sucking beasts? And the answer is you have to ask Elliot. Elliot, why are you sucking <laughs> That's beasts? That's my goblin name. That's your goblin name. Oh, yeah, licking beasts. Sorry, beast oh, liquor. Same diff. Um, okay. Uh, we've got four chapters of poke now. That's not really a question, just a statement. Yes. I'm just kind of But we did account for that. On. We were working on our poke notes as the fourth chapter got published. 
um, which was very fun. Um, so Corona has asked us a question. Corona Gem has said, what would be your most and least favorite packed characters to be in the room for the rest of the live stream? So not just like from a story perspective, but who would we want around us? Yeah, well... I, I mean, mean like Evan, a demon. A, Evan is obviously. Yeah. Oh, one I was one starting on the negative. Side. Okay, yeah. let's start. Negative. Like, obviously, a demon would not be great. Yeah. Um, like Orneus, probably not someone we want around. No, let's um, rule out demons. Is there you any? Can always say that five more times on the stream. Yeah, sure. Way. Sorry. That's. <laughs> do we say that name? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think we have. Okay, let's be careful how many times yeah, we say that yeah. because I think if we say that name seven <laughs> times, we'll have to drink from the fossil. Yeah, drink. that's fair. Um, so that's one. Keep us um, to task on that if you can, chat. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, so least favor in the room. It seems too easy to, to say Goblin. Um, yeah. Like, honestly, as much as I love him in the story, I don't think I want to hang out with Peter. Yeah, I agree. He would be a bit <laughs> annoying to be on stream with. Um, maybe Roxanne, just because she might stab me, or Eva. I feel like I would want like a Paige or a Molly in the room because I feel like they would be really good at or a Rose, really good at like helping manage chat and like from a production <laughs> standpoint, they'd be a good like producer for the show. So Paige, I think is my you, most. You know what? I'm just gonna put it out there. I I liked the cut of Isadora's jib. Oh yeah, yeah, she. I good. could, I could, and she'd keep I us a task to... for not lying as well with yeah, the first wandering. Yeah, and I think. I think I just have to make sure I didn't ask her any questions. Yeah. Well, overall, we, she didn't ask us questions. Oh, so they didn't answer her questions. Yeah. And I think the least favorite is you guys can't see this, but we're actually streaming. There's a window right in front of us. So defenestration man <laughs> yeah. would probably be a bad pick because he'd appear in the background. He'd come up to us and throw us out the window, and you guys would be like, "Watch out! Watch out!" But we wouldn't notice. Um. Yeah. I mean, luckily we're on the first floor, so hopefully it wouldn't be quite as deadly. But yeah, it true. Be it's a ground floor. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it would be. A, it would really disrupt the stream, and that's the problem. <laughs> uh, we got a question from Thoki, Thosi, Thochi, something, Thoki, uh, who says, Do you think Pact encourages any specific way of changing the system, or does it just give pros and cons of many? I definitely think at its core it's about saying that you have to try and you have to believe that you can. Yeah. Um, that's the most important. Yeah, part. it's the effort that you go through to, to, to yeah. kind of try and do it. Um, right? Whether it's to something specific, I think you kind of lose those specifics in the metaphors. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm i not sure where Jay ended up in terms of getting through Pact. Uh, we'll probably start to talk about some of this in our segment with Jay. Well, we do have a... Yeah, we're yeah. chatting with Jay uh, again anyway, in like no 12 way. or 13 hours. Yeah. I don't know. There's no Long way into the future. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, like I, I don't know, I don't know how much I want to hold on to specifics when talking about a metaphor mm. like this. But I, I'd say the the core message I took from it was just you've got to try and you've got to think that it's possible because if you give up on that, then you've already lost. Yeah, um, let's round out this segment and then we'll get back. To- so we have oh gosh. oh god guys you're really ruining us here so we've got some interesting donations uh fundafulness donated twenty dollars and we'll get to the inominosis box in a second um hero of old eye and hero of loving the black one gave us a two dollar donation and said orneus uh kirkistan also gave us a two dollar donation and said orneus and so fundafulness again just donated and said orneus, orneus. Okay. so we're now at oh, four no, orneuses no no <laughs> Is that six? Okay, yeah, that's six. That's okay. six. Oh, fuck. We're out. We're out. We're really in trouble now. <laughs> so nobody else do that funny, funny joke that just happened. Uh, Fundafulness, we'll get back to your Inominus' box in a second. Um, oh. s- let's run through some of these questions a bit yeah, quicker because yeah, we're going to run out up. of time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Synth said, do you think Blake's killing spree and breaking of the Duchamp family might actually have helped Sandra and Jeremy's relationship in the long run? Now, that's I'm going to start with this because I think 
there's two things that uh, of Pact are more important to me than anything else, and I'm really disappointed we didn't get any note on them in the epilogue. <laughs> one is Peter and Ainsley's relationship, <laughs> and one is Jeremy and Sandra's relationship. Okay, first of all, I think Peter and Ainsley's was addressed in 1613 when right. Rose and uh, well, Paige they sent off did have that together, moment where yeah. they're like, that's not going to work out. Yes, but I still have hope, okay? <laughs> I still have I hope. think it'd be a fun ride. Um, yeah, I do agree. Jeremy and Sandra are people I would love to see in like show up in Pope or something. Um, mm. Oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's oh, no. a two dollar donation. Yeah. I don't know if we want to read. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, Aquabuda awesome. has given us a two dollar donation, and uh, unfortunately, that donation says Ornaios. Yes. Which is not anything. So that's fine. Uh, we actually just got another donation from Smemon, who says or. Gets face smashed in by Mags. Nice. Thank you, guys. That's a good reference. We're still safe. That was the end of 1612, I think. Sorry, I interrupted you. Um, no, yeah, I think it's interesting looking at what Blake did to the Duchamp family with the whole thing behind us because, yeah, yeah did he, like, did it help? Was yeah. it a good thing? Yeah. I feel like when Blake thinks on it later, and, you know, we know how Blake is with thinking on things later, he, he, <laughs> managed, good, he yeah. managed to do it one time. Yeah. Uh, and he did think, oh, I don't recognize myself there. So I'd like to think it wasn't the right way to go about things. Yeah. But it... Yeah. I mean, did did it help? Like, I think well, you'd have to argue it kind of did. Yeah. Like, we're getting into very cauldron-esque... Yeah, exactly. Ar- we're getting into the morality here, like, argument here. And, and I think we got some comments in chat that are saying, why, but we're being unfair to Taylor here, <laughs> talking about the, the toddler stuff. Um, but it's the same thing of, like, what... And I, I think there's no, I don't think there's an answer put forward by Wabo in either of these stories, in Worm or or no, or, or Pac- well, that's what is I that like correct? about these long form stories is it isn't usually as simple as yes. Yeah. There are things where I think you can imply from the story what Wabo tends to think. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it, it's it's more an exploration of themes rather than a statement on a theme. Yeah. In these long stories, and that's why I really like them is because it's 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 arguments within the world about what is this saying and yeah like i think arc 13 was basically hey is the violent revolution helpful (laughs) so someone's just caught out a really good comparison between sylvester and blake which is sylvester is a planner while blake is a planner (laughs) which was uh, ishimoridan so that was honestly hilarious so congratulations um i think this is scott who is asking elliot why did you totally copy his look but make it better um, this is just for the people yeah. on stream. This is useless for people on the podcast. Uh, genetics? I didn't. Genetics. Yeah, I didn't yeah. f- fully choose this. Uh, the the hairline started receding on its own, and the first time I shaved and didn't have a beard, I looked awful. So I grew the beard. Yep. Uh, I'm looking for more questions. We're almost caught up to chat. People are asking us to spoil the rest of Worm, but let's kind of keep it. No, light. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um. People are talking about how the O word has almost been said too many times. <laughs> and I think yeah, we're caught I hope up. no one donates it because I'd much rather it be one of our stuffs up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let us it. fuck it up because I'm sure we're going to say that name one more time. Yeah, exactly. I think um, one of us will stuff up. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to run out of time. I guess, do we yeah. have any other final thoughts about Pact? This is the last episode that's going to appear on Deep Impact in the feed until we do some like bonusy stuff, which might show up there. Yeah. Um. Should we just yeah. do like a thanks everyone for joining us? Yeah. Like, like, live stream aside, obviously we've got twenty-two more hours to go through here, <laughs> um, and already I'm starting to feel it, which is a bad <laughs> sign. But like, honestly, 
when we started to do this show, we joined Doof Media about arc three or four. I was towards the towards the end of arc two, I think. Yeah. Um, but we even then, I kind of thought, you know, we'll we, see how it goes. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's honestly been such a important experience. Yeah, it's well, kind Matt, of bonkers. Matt and Scott have often joked about how they saw what our schedule plan was and said, "Well, they won't. They do won't. That. They won't last." And, and the, yeah. The, the truth is, we wouldn't have. Um, if if they hadn't been kind enough to bring us into Doof, and then if the Doof community hadn't backed us like Uh, it did. Let's do a bit of uh, goss. Should we do a bit of goss? Because my goss, and I know your face is showing me like... I have no idea where you're going with this. No, the goss (laughs) is, when we started Deep Impact, I mean, we we took a format that we knew was already kind of (laughs) successful, and we were thinking to ourselves, like, this is a fun thing to do, and if we like it, we'll see if we can convince Scott and Matt to let us join the network, right? That was always on the cards. Um, and we honestly, to do some seen... kind of team up. I think our dream back then was a crossover or something, or yeah. just just yeah, getting exactly. one of them to guest. <laughs> yeah, but we've we've gotten to this point of um, of of being on the network, and honestly, being on the network has changed what this show is so so much. Oh, absolutely, it's made it so much more of an experience for the two of us. I think because before oh, yeah. it was just the two of us kind of podcasting into a <laughs> void, and yeah. having the Discord and all this stuff. It's like yeah, Medium D was was really just a hobby, and then all yeah. packed up especially when we got picked up by doof really turned into oh wow this is like a thing now yeah um i got some bad news earlier <laughs> uh drunk peter says two dollar donation love you guys in your show really helped me appreciate packed more aquabuddha has said orny is too bad oh <laughs> pass know. me the drink i said it i'm so sorry oh, thank you buddha but also what is this <laughs> this is water uh, and it's, gin. it's half over so we got a ten dollar donation from Vale as well uh, i'm gonna just yeah. use that excuse to add a bit more to this Yes, okay. Something to say. Yeah, we will do some more. I think we might be hitting this cognitive dissonance where for the Americans, it's it's nighttime, so they're encouraging us to drink, not realizing <laughs> it's, it's, it's like two in the afternoon here yeah. and people are going to think we have a problem. Well, I mean, it's Australia. It's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's where we're going to end this final episode on yes. us starting to get drunk into this 22-hour live stream. Yeah, um, so we're going to duck out for a minute because we've got to connect with Scott and Matt Yeah. Uh, as we get set up for our... Uh, for our... Oh, it's, pa- it's packed fates. Yeah, it's, oh, it's our RPG. I'm, I've had too much alcohol and I've still got more to do. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, well, we, really, really gross. we really didn't get into our... Um... A whiskey and gin, I'm just going to put it out there. Not a good cocktail. <laughs> Sorry, whiskey, gin and water. Right, yeah. That's, that's not too surprising, really. It's not a good cocktail. Um, but yeah, okay, we'll see everyone later. Thanks for joining again, us. Again, thanks for joining everyone us. Thanks like... for checking out the show. Uh, these lives, if you're listening to the podcast on the feed... Mm. These live stream bits are probably going to go on YouTube yeah, at some yeah. point. Um, so you can check out the Doof Media YouTube there. Check out doofmedia.com. Check out patreon.com forward slash doofmedia. And of course, thank you to the big man himself, Wabo. Uh, check out mm. patreon.com forward slash Wabo because he made the show possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we talk about how it wouldn't have existed without Matt and Scott as it did. Um, obviously, it wouldn't have existed without Wabo. Without Wabo, of course. Story. I mean, what would it have looked like without Wabo? It's a weird <laughs> question, isn't it? <laughs> the 24 hours would have been a lot emptier, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, what would the 24-hour live stream be? Just a black screen. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for joining Thank us. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, we'll see you in the next thing. Yes, see you in a bit.